original, independent, and local. You're now dialed into The Spy. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Localites OKC. I'm Anna Farhaw. And I'm Kayla Coffey, and we appreciate you all tuning in for our third episode. Yeah, we're so excited. I can't believe it's already number three. I know, it's gone by so quickly. Yeah, so what have you been doing the past week? So I have been traveling for work, and unfortunately, that's what I'm going to be doing next week, too. So I am missing out on all of these fun events that we have coming up, and I am so upset about it. Well, I'll tell you what I've been doing, Um, well, which we were both at, actually, on Friday. We did go to Live on the Plaza. Oh, yes, we did get that in right before. So we almost never miss that. (laughs) True. Um, And I actually attempted to go to brunch at the Jones. Oh, and then apparently somebody rammed a car into a electrical pole and they didn't have power. power. Oh, and I so, saw that they lost power. Yeah. I had no idea you were trying to brunch that day. Yeah, so I had a reservation and I got there and they were like, we're so sorry. Like, we'll do whatever to accommodate you. But like, we basically can't serve you right now. So. Oh my goodness. So we ended up actually going to Slaughter's Hall. Oh, so fun. Which I'd never been to for brunch before. And it's actually kind of a unique thing because we had our meeting there when we were talking about starting the podcast Mm -hmm. with the spy and so it was kind of fun to be able to like go back there for the first time since we had that meeting and I gave them uh, one of our stickers to put with all of their beer stickers and so yes so we're represented there now good call yeah and then I actually got to go to the Manhattan for the first time I still haven't been. Yeah, I went with my leadership council from the food bank, all of us alumni. We went for our first ever happy hour there. So that was really fun. That's awesome. What'd you have? Well, I, I started out with my standard vodka water, vodka water of course. Um, and then, I mean, you have to try a Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're there. Yeah. So fitting for the occasion. I like it. Um, and then also I was able to go to Thirst for a Cause. Oh. And this so, is, again, I am so jealous of you right now. Yeah, so thank you to Maddie and Thirst Wine Merchants. It was an awesome event. And looking forward to what y'all do in the future. It, it was a lot of fun. I'll definitely be there next year. I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> so what's going on this week? There's a lot happening today, especially. So today kicks off with cookies and cocktails, which I know we mentioned in the past whenever I rambled on about my love for Girl Scout cookies. And that is going to be from 5.30 to 8.30 at the Science Museum. Tickets are $30. And there'll be sweet and savory foods using Girl Scout cookies and those Girl Scout cookie-inspired cocktails. And also there's the Firefly Rooftop Concert Series. This is the third one they've done. It's put on by Revolve Productions, which also does Ampfest. And they're having Shelly Phelps, Vibro Kings, and Fiona Forte It's only $5. It starts, uh, the doors are at seven and it's on the Allied Arts rooftop in Auto Alley. Love the rooftop. Yeah, it's it's actually really great for events. I love it up there. And they're going to have free insomnia cookies. So if you haven't had a chance to try those yet, there's your opportunity for free. And they do have limited seating. So you'll want to bring your own chair. Yeah. And that's one of the many things, you know, I keep a folding lawn chair in the back of my car at all times for things like that. I highly recommend that to everyone. And then she leaves it in my backyard and I get to use it for a while till she realizes she doesn't have it anymore. Okay, That's only like every other time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then August 17th through the 27th, Shakespeare in the Park is having their private lives and 
Paseo. That is going to be at 8 p.m. Thursday through Sunday and 2 p.m. on each Sunday. So this is about a divorced couple who, while they're honeymooning with their new spouses, discover that they are staying in adjacent rooms at the same hotel. Hilarity ensues. As one, as things do. You know. And uh, tickets are either $25 or $20 for students, seniors, and 65 plus in military. So if you fit into any of those latter categories, you're going to get a $5 discount. And I'll be going to that one of the Sundays. I haven't picked out which one yet, but if you've never been, it's a pretty awesome little theater in the Paseo. It's actually a part of normally what's one of the art galleries, and they turn it into a theater for the show. Oh, that's so much fun. So I got to see one there, um, I think it was last month, and so this will be my second time there. So looking forward to that. Well, and then there is an anniversary party for I know what is one of our favorite restaurants. We tend to end up there when we can't figure out where else to go. We do. And that's going to be Gaiuti's. And so that is the 17th through the 19th. They're having a two-year anniversary party. On Thursday, they're doing a Drunken Spelling Bee, sponsored by Coop Aleworks. Shout out to one of our favorite breweries. Friday's going to have live music. Saturday, we'll have DJ Katie Wicks from Spy Lab here with KWSU and the Spy. And they'll have raffles and prizes at each one of these events. So that's a really great time to go out. I can't go to Gaiuti's without ordering the tequila sunfries. So. I had those for dinner the other night. Highly recommend it. Um, and then I'm a big fan of the Disco Biscuit is what I tend to go with. Yes, that, that's another great suggestion. Mm-hmm. So for Friday, um, I've never been to this event before, but it's called Pop Champagne and Spirit Tasting. And I've heard about it for a few years. From last week, I love my sparkling wine. Yes. As it's now known. <laughs> exactly. Um, but this is benefiting the St. Anthony's Foundation. And it's one of a few different events they have in the year for that. And it's from 6.30 to 9. It's at the Mercedes-Benz of OKC, the dealership over there in Auto Alley. Which is a very nice dealership. Yeah. Then Lake Street Dive will be at our new favorite concert venue, the Jones Assembly, at 8 p.m. General admission tickets will be $25 today or $35 at the door. And this one was something I found really funny um, because I didn't even know he was still like doing anything. But Sinbad is actually coming to the Hudson Performance Hall, which is the theater at Northwest Classen. I saw Garrison Keillor there. It's actually a really legit theater for being a high school. But Sinbad's still around. He's still doing things. He is. So it's starting at $32, um, doors at 7, show at 8. And I mean, I loved him in Good Burger, so. That's the only thing I know him from. And I actually just recently rewatched Good Burger. It's so it's a good one. I love that. I think I would watch that again and then go to this event. You know, as a little nostalgia. <laughs> Pre-game to see him. <laughs> And then Heyday in Norman and the Oklahoma City location will be hosting monthly whiskey and scotch tastings. So the Norman location is tonight, and it includes complimentary mini golf pass uh, and $25 for four tastings. Then Norman on the third Fridays, it will be from 6.30 to 8.30, and OKC's will be on Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m., you can learn more about this event at heydayfun.com backslash events. So that brings us to Saturday. And first of all, um, something we've mentioned already, WestFest, that is in its third year. And it's on Western Avenue between Northwest 41st and 43rd. And it starts at noon. It goes until 10. 
And this year they have 15 bands and musicians. There's two stages. So there's one outside and then there's one in the Will Rogers Theater, which this is the first year they've utilized that space. So that's going to be really exciting. I love that theater too. Plus it'll be a great way to escape in case it's a little hot that day. Go in for some air conditioning. For sure. And they have, they're going to have vendors, food trucks. I think they might even still need volunteers. So you can see the lineup and all of that information at westfestok.com. Awesome. And then that brings us into board game day at Anthem Brewing. And that's going to be from 1 to 6 p.m. And then it's also Saturday on the Strip, which is a new event happening in Midtown. It's going to be on the third Saturday of each month along Walker Avenue. And it'll last from 2 to 7 p.m. Yeah. And also it's the monthly Herd on Herd in Edmond. So that's from 6 to 10. And also they have live music, food trucks, vendors, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Next up is Norman event. It's called Porch Fest. And I hadn't heard of this before. I think it's just its second year. Okay, me neither. And it's also from 6 to 10. So you have something up in Edmond you can do or down in Norman. And this is actually people's porches like they offer up their porch to let musicians play on it that is so much and fun it's in the historic miller district in norman and so that sounds like a pretty neat like community event that i know if i was in norman i'd probably for sure go yeah definitely that sounds really unique um and then the other two events for the night are all about the 90s so there is a 90s hip-hop dance party at the venue which is in the plaza district from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. with a $10 entry, and then a 90s and 2000s dance party at the Speakeasy from our friend Ryan Drake. That will also be from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., and there's only a $5 cover charge there. That sounds like a great way to get a lot of 90s in one night. It does. You can start off at one place and end up at the other one. I know I would probably start out at the venue if it were me and then move into the speakeasy. I always like to end my night at the speakeasy when things really get going. True. We do that. <laughs> On Sunday, they're having a wine and palette at Blue Garden and it's abstract pet paintings. So the pictures I was seeing was like people's pets in like cool colors and like Andy Warhol style and like fun things so that that looks like a fun event that's so much fun and you know anything with pets sign me up yeah and i'm sure they do things like that regularly but i just thought that one in particular sounded fun definitely and then there will be drag bingo at the boom which sounds amazing doors open at six bingo starts at seven and it'll be five dollars per bingo card or you can get five cards for twenty dollars And now this will go to benefit other options and the Great Plains Rodeo Association. Yeah. So, again, something fun to do on a Sunday night. It doesn't always have things going on. Mm -hmm. But, again, in Norman, John Fulbright's going to be playing at Lions Park. And he is on, like, a national tour right now. So it's actually kind of a big deal that he's back here. That's awesome. So that'll be cool. And also something we got to go to the other night for the first time, Tree and Leaf started hosting what they're calling Sunset Cassettes. Mm -hmm. And we went on Friday night at Live on the Plaza and Bolsey was there and Sativa Profits. And we just kind of stumbled upon it because we always end up going to Tree and Leaf at some point. Yep. And then realized it's a thing they're going to keep doing. And so the next one is on Sunday night and it's Cosmo Stanza and Astral Planes. It's from 8 to 10. That sounds like a really good time. We had so much fun and it drew such a diverse crowd. 
There it was, did. There and, were so many people there. And they actually had cassette tapes that you could buy of their music. That's awesome. So that's why it's Sunset Cassette. <laughs> <laughs> and then Monday is going to be the grand opening of Class and Coffee at 6 a.m. So I know we talked about Class and last week. And then right after we finished recording, they announced their grand opening. So yeah. we're super excited to share that with you. Definitely follow them on social media. I might still be in town for a quick layover to repack that morning, and I'm going to try to go. Really? <laughs> I'll do anything for a cup of coffee. Yes. So I've been waiting for it to open and that gung-ho about I'm, it. I'm so. sure they'll be very busy. It could be, yeah. but it might be worth it. So the biggest thing happening Monday, which probably everyone already is aware of, is the eclipse. Right. The time that it's actually going on is 11.37 a.m., to 2.34 p.m. So very exact timing here, folks. Okay. And the maximum peak view in our area is 1.05 p.m. So you're not supposed to do that without the glasses, but like I also keep hearing that everyone's sold out of these glasses, so what good is that gonna do me? No idea. Um, basically, Myriad Gardens is having a viewing party. Okay. And they'll be on the Great Lawn the the whole time. There'll be music and food. That's for free. Also, the Science Museum is doing a viewing and will have eclipse-themed shows in the planetarium. Awesome. So that's pretty fun. And I feel like they'll probably have at least some kind of glasses there, even if they're not the... They better be ordering more glasses because this is a big deal yeah. for people. So I'll be at work, but um, we'll see... What I can see from my work, I guess. Yeah, uh, at exactly 1.05 p.m., I will be on a plane, so I'll see what I can Ooh, see from the window. Yeah. <laughs> might that, be a better view than you guys get down here. Just might. Um, and then on Tuesday, Territory OKC and Mary Eddie's is having a charcuterie and craft cocktail workshop. It'll be a maker series for $48 from 6.30 to 8.30, and there are tickets on Eventbrite. Now, this might be sold out already by now, because when I last checked, it only had like 17 tickets left. So again, even if it is sold out, this is one of those things that you'll want to be aware of that's going on. So you can look out for it in the future, because like all of these local magazines now are doing fun events like this. Yes, and definitely make sure you subscribe to their events on Facebook so that you get an alert every time they add one of these. So if it is sold out, you'll be the first to know next time to buy tickets. That brings us to Wednesday. So Wednesday is an event that I am incredibly sad to be missing. It is the Tussle at the Tower, which is a unique event that's coming to the Tower Theater. They haven't done anything like this before. It's going to be an Oklahoma County Sheriff debate from 6 to 7 p.m. So all three candidates who are running for this office, P.D. Taylor, Mike Hansen, and Ed Grimes, who will be there, and the debate will be monitored by uh, our friends over at Nondoc with Let's Fix This and the Oklahoma Women's Coalition. So it's really a nonpartisan event just meant for the public to come out and ask any questions they have and really learn um, about the three different candidates we have running for such an important office. So it's kind of a really unique event, and it's not something we get a lot in Oklahoma. Definitely. I'm happy to see groups that obviously see that this is needed in the community mm -hmm. and people want to know these things. So especially our generation, I feel like we're all about just trying to know everything we can before we make our choices on things. And definitely. And in Oklahoma, in local elections, especially, it can be really hard to figure out that research before 
a vote comes up, I know a lot of times I won't even know that I have a vote coming up until a couple days before the event. So the more organizations that are putting on things like this, the better, just for us to all be a more informed public. Definitely. So now it's time for my etiquette tip of the week. And this week we're going to talk about how to be a proper museum guest. Okay. So this happens whether it's an art museum, a history museum, whatever it might be. There's definitely some expectations that are set when you're going to a museum. Like what? So the first one is you want to be quiet. So you don't want to be loud and obnoxious to the other people who are there attending the museum. And I would kind of liken it to probably like a library. Like nobody's going to be mad at you if you like say a little something, but don't carry on a conversation that's distracting to people. Okay. That's definitely good to know. That's including people on the phone. Oh. So don't take phone calls. Um, Who talks on the phone anymore anyway? Well, you know, you'd be surprised. The people who go to museums probably... In inappropriate places are the only people. (laughs) Um, But something else, don't carry bulky bags with you because that can very easily kind of swing and hit things unintentionally. So definitely... um, art, I'm sure. Yeah, so just don't do that. A lot of museums actually have bag checks. So you can know that it's safe and not have to worry about being clumsy with that. Next is don't crowd or block the artwork. So that can be really hard to do, um, especially if you're with a group and you're all looking at the same time, but you have to be conscious of the other people who are there as well and make sure they can see it and they're not just seeing the back of your head in the way. Mm -hmm. And a great way that I do that, I know I'm small, so I'll go up front at the beginning and then rotate toward the back. Yes. So people can just have it. That's a great strategy. Right? A little, little rotation in there. Yeah. And another thing, this this is especially bothersome to me. You don't need to take pics of every single thing. Well, and that's especially true. So some museums now aren't allowing photographing of the art or only in specific areas. So Rightfully so. Yeah, make sure that you're reading the signs and you're not like violating anything because you don't want to get kicked out for taking a picture of an art piece and not ever getting to enjoy it. Exactly. And so with that... You know, wait to post until after you are done seeing the exhibit rather than during. You don't need to be, you know, just standing there trying to figure out the perfect caption to your post when really you should just be enjoying the space while you're there. And then you can post as soon as you're done. Definitely a good tip. Plus, that's just better. It's easier to enjoy it in the moment. Yeah. And then reflect on that later. Exactly. So when you are taking pics, though, if you are allowed to make sure you're not using a flash because that can actually be damaging to like older pieces. And so it's just don't use flash. Okay. This probably goes without saying just in life in general, but selfie sticks are a no-no. I was going to say that's just a life tip across the board. Yeah. I think the phases kind of died out, but. Rightly so. Yeah. Um, Watch your step. Just be careful. Sometimes you might miss a step and trip and fall and then knock something over. That brings me to a really funny video I saw of a girl who was taking a selfie in a museum. This was a few weeks ago, and she totally backed up into a pedestal, knocked a whole row of things over. Oh, my gosh. And you'll have to look up the video. I don't I don't know where it was, but I'm sure there's not that many museum girls knocking shit over. Oh, my gosh. So that's especially I'm so I just felt so bad for the museum because I'm like, 
this dumb girl has just caused all this damage because she just had to take a selfie with whatever it was. So especially if you're clumsy like me, be extra aware of your surroundings in a place like a museum. Yeah. All um, over on your own time. So this this probably sounds harsh, but just in general, no touching, leaning, eating, drinking, or vaping. Good point. Apparently that has to be explicitly stated now as well. Good. Way to go. And that's just the best way to avoid any accidents. And lastly, don't feel like every single piece you see has to be some earth moving thing in your heart. You're not going to connect with everything. It's fine. You don't have to feel like you don't get art because you're not connecting with every piece. That's not what it's about. Definitely. And I know I can go to entire museums and not feel that way. And then I can walk into one gallery and have my life change. Yeah. So it's really just about being open to exposing yourself to whatever you walk by. <laughs> For sure. So that is the etiquette tip of the week. Lovely. Well, thank you for those tips, Anna. And those will be wonderful tips for uh, our guests to use attending this week's focused event. Yeah. So this week we're talking all about Oklahoma born and brewed with the chair, Kyle Empson and Bailey Gordon, the director of development at the Oklahoma Hall of Fame in Gaylord Pickens Museum. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. We're so happy you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and like how y'all know each other. Well, we actually go way back <laughs> to high school. Oh, uh, wow. went, went to high school together and then on to Oklahoma State. And now our professional careers have crossed paths and we work together on this event specifically for the past few few years and, um, you know, continue to stay friends. It's, it's easy. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely great when you have awesome volunteers who are also some of your friends. So yeah, I know that we're very familiar with that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so how did the event get started? Yeah, so um, this is our third year, and in the first year, um, we had um, a Second Century board member. So this event is planned by our Young Professionals Board, um, the Second Century Board. And one of our members came to us. She was uh, working with, um, at the time, the Craft Brewers Guild and um, said, hey, we'd like to do an event that's a tasting event, but a little bit different from some of our normal things. So they wanted to do something that, um, I don't know, had a little bit more formal setting like we have at the museum. And, uh, you know, they showcase Oklahoma beers and we are all about Um, our mission is to tell Oklahoma's story through its people. So we are all about the people of our state and promoting what they're doing and um, how they're doing great things for our state and beyond. And so um, we thought, hey, this sounds like a great fit. So um, it was just kind of born out of um, one of our volunteers coming and saying, hey, we'd like to partner. And um, we've, this is now our third year and it just gets bigger and better every time. That's so awesome. Do y'all have a caterer or are you using different restaurants? So we have one caterer. Ned's Catering is doing our food this year and it is going to be delicious. <laughs> so we actually. They're, they're very popular. I know I see them at a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their food is amazing. They have these rolls that are like change your life. They're so good. <laughs> um, but this, so this year we also ask that they do things that will pair well with craft beer. So we're going to have. Um, a beef and chicken taco bar. We'll have pulled pork sliders. And I think I'm most excited for the lobster mac and cheese. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I love lobster mac and cheese. That'll that'll have to be a winner. But oh. this is actually tomorrow night. So didn't mention that yet. <laughs> it is tomorrow night from 7 to 10. 
Um, so just get that out of the way. So you're right. not waiting in anticipation of when this great event is happening. And it is at the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Yes. On uh, the top floor, is that correct? Yes, the fourth floor. And we're located in Midtown, so it's pretty convenient for everyone to get to. Well, and I know I hadn't been there until I think we had the Yelp event there mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And mm-hmm. actually, it was right before the very first Born and Brood. Yeah, which we were both able to go to thanks to Yelp. Yes, we did. We had such a good time. Yeah, and so it's just um, really fun that now it's come all this way. And it's like we were at the first one, and I know that's when... Vanessa House had their very first ever event, and another we were, local brewery. Yeah, first introduced to their beer, and now I'm wearing their tank tops around and drinking <laughs> them all the time. So um, what else has changed since the very first event? Any other developments since then? So we've, we've brought on new breweries. You know, breweries come and go. And so this year we have Stone Cloud and Twisted Spike and the microbrewery that we're utilizing is Renaissance Brewing Company. So that, that's exciting be able to try some never never before tried beers yeah i actually tried renaissance for the first time just a couple weeks ago um i had never seen their products before me neither and um i it, i think it was some kind of hefeweizen and yeah. it was really good it was different it was kind of like a sour Ooh, um, i would love that and i i really enjoy that you did like it you tried it oh i did oh, of course i don't <laughs> Was it just something I was like, hey, Anna, she can I have a taste many. of that? <laughs> no, I was just like, hey, try this. Just, oh, no, but actually I sent home with Yes, I sent one home with you. That was really good. Oh, and it had on the can, born and brewed. I remember it did. It, it actually, really? I guess that's maybe one of their like their slogans. Slogans, because it said that on there. And I pointed out, I was like, that's funny. We no. should have trademarked that. I was going right. to say they're perfect to come to the event then. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. No, I totally remember this now. You sent one home with me. It was really good. Yeah. So what do y'all feel like makes this a little bit different than other tasting events in the city? It's a little bit more of a, you know, cocktail beer event rather than a outdoor festival. Um, By that you mean cocktail attire. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Because we're all about the beer at this event. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. And it is one of the, if not the only, I think it might be the only place where all of the beer is made locally in Oklahoma. So And the food. And the food, yeah. (laughs) And so um, we actually, you know, we're really proud of that, but it is something that makes us special and and different from others. So um, what are some other events that y'all host at the Hall of Fame? So we have different things throughout the year. So the event that we're most known for is the Oklahoma Hall of Fame Banquet and Induction Ceremony. And this is actually the 90th annual induction ceremony. Oh, my so, goodness. Um, our organization was founded in 1927. So um, it'll be a little bit, uh, probably a little bit bigger. Every year is special. We always have an amazing class of honorees. And um, this year is no different. So uh, we are really excited to have that in November. So are those something that's already announced or you find out then? Yes. So I guess the people getting in the awards would have to know. Yes. So they know. Um, That's another thing that's special about this event is that each of the honorees is actually there in person to accept their medallion. It is our state's highest honor. And so uh, we like to honor that by having people be present. So um, everyone, we have, I believe, 689 inducted members. Um, In the early days, they did larger classes, and now we do between six and eight or nine each year. So yeah, so everyone is going to be there, which is exciting. Um, And I guess I have the list. Would you like to know who all is going to be inducted this year? Sure. I'll just say, as an attendee, it's 
so much fun, and then you get to see all the stars that come to Oklahoma for that one night. So something to attend for sure. That's probably a good night to be out on the town and try to see people too. Definitely. Yeah, well, we keep them pretty booked up during the day with rehearsals and stuff. So there's not a lot of seeing them beforehand, but... Maybe um, the after party. Maybe afterward, yeah. And you for sure see them if you go to the event. Yes, absolutely. That's your guarantee. Yes, that is your guarantee. You will see them them live and in person. Yeah, so go ahead and let us know. All right, so this year, um, our honorees are Justice Tom Colbert, Congressman Tom Cole, Bob Funk, Shannon Miller, Phil Pardoon, Hal Smith, and Carrie Underwood. Nice. And then we also have um, two who will be honored posthumously, which are Ada Lois Sipiel Fisher and Sequoia. Wow, okay. that's a solid list of good company to be in. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a little surprised that Shannon Miller wasn't already in it, I guess. Right. You know, sometimes it just takes uh, sometimes it takes a while because there are so many um, deserving Oklahomans of this award. So um, sometimes, you know, it's just kind of all about timing, I guess. Yeah, that's I'm wonderful. sure Carrie Underwood will help draw a crowd. Yes. Yeah, she definitely uh, she definitely is bringing the star power. <laughs> And Vince Gill and Kristen Chenoweth are emceeing the night. So oh, my even, gosh. Even more of a draw. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're both members of the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. And so they're coming back. Yes, they're already, members. Yes, they're already awesome. inducted members. So it'll be really cool to, um, to have two, uh, two of our own um, kind of celebrities coming back to, to host. That's fun. And when is it? It is on Thursday, November 16th at the um, Cox Convention Center. And tickets are going on sale later this month. Ooh, awesome. we'll be sure to share that link with you all so you can be some of the first people to get in on that action and make sure you get to see everyone in real life. That sounds like so much fun. So is there anything y'all wanted to add about the Hall of Fame or about Born and Brood that we haven't touched on? Sure. Tickets are for sale. Um, you know, we we have a, a great itinerary for the event. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and it also goes to two great causes. So it supports both the Craft Brewers Association of Oklahoma as well as the Oklahoma Hall of Fame and Gaylord Pickens Museum. And um, I was thinking a lot when you're talking about your etiquette tips for museums, we actually have some pretty interactive exhibits that you don't have to be quiet for. And well, you good. actually do uh, get to, you know, work with props and things. So um, I think that everyone will enjoy. So the museum will also be open that evening. So you not only get to taste... Uh, beer, but you get to see the cause that you're supporting. That's awesome. And what are the normal hours for the museum? So we are open from nine to five um, Tuesday through Friday, and ten to five on Saturday. And what's the admission? It's seven dollars for adults. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, we have lots of free events as well throughout the year. So um, we actually have a kids event every Thursday this summer that has had about a hundred attendees. So. It's been a big group, but they uh, they do a craft and an activity and get to read a story that's um, written by or about an Oklahoman. So there's always a special Oklahoma tie. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. Now, if you would like to go online to buy your tickets or just learn more about um, all the events happening at Oklahoma Hall, and Hall of Fame, you can go to oklahomahof.com. And for specifically more info on Born and Brewed, you'll go to that website, and it's backslash Oklahoma hyphen born hyphen brewed. So now we're going to move on to some of our new things that we're excited about that just opened or that are soon to open. So one of those is going to be Nashbird. Now, I've been watching them for a while, and then they happened to open right under my nose, and I missed their first opening. I was going to go after work, and then I got on 
their Twitter feed and saw that they sold out two yeah, hours are, before I got off. They already ran out of chicken, Ugh. so good problem to have. Right, it's a good sign if they're selling out on the first day. Scotty's Deli did that. They sold out right before I could get there, and I was like, y'all, I'm yeah. going to have to quit my job if I'm going to make it to all these restaurant openings. Yeah, because that's so great for them to be able to tell people that too, because it's like obviously people wanted to go there enough that they couldn't even prepare for how many people wanted them. Definitely, and obviously it was good enough that people ate that much when they got there. <laughs> That's how I took it. I was like, it's the most amazing chicken ever, and it got eaten by everyone. So. Yeah, and something else that opened last week is called St. Mark's Chop Room. It's in Nichols Hills Plaza, and it's opened by the people who did on Crute. Okay, is it right in that same area? Yeah, I think it's like next, adjacent, next maybe right next to it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, last I heard, they didn't actually have a sign. Okay. So you kind of had to like know where to know look. Know where it is. What, uh, what, what do they have there? So it's going to be like a steakhouse kind of place. Okay. A little fancier. Very cool. Um, probably good for date nights or like birthday parties, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. When you're trying to be a little more a upscale. Little more. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't even been to Encrute, which I'm really mad about. It's delicious. You're, you're missing out. I know. Every time we say we're going to go, I like give up cheese and bread. I um, know this. This girl breaking, on the whole thirty. It's worth breaking that. I know. You gotta. You gotta just go. What have y'all had there? So one time, a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, we decided to have a fancy lunch, and we went and had the encroute plate, and split that, which is just assorted cheeses and fruits and um, honey and jam, and then we split their burger, and it was really good. It's so rich, but. But it, it was, was worth it. Yeah, it I was amazing. I love a place where I can go and split something with someone. That way I can try a couple different things. That's that's ideal. Favorite. Yeah. Their breakfast is great, too. I had one of their their, their avocado omelet, I think. Is oh, yum. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I had a like a short rib pot pie. That may, may not be the exact name of it, but it was delicious. Yum. I'm, I'm excited. Those are two of my favorite things, short ribs and pot pie. <laughs> well, I love quiche. And like I always make quiche when we do brunch with our friends and they, just and they have a daily quiche. quiche. Yes. Yeah. That's so so I could go there every day and probably be happy with it. Yeah. Have a different quiche every single day. Yeah. Awesome. And then the other new thing that's going to be coming to Oklahoma city soon, uh, the Sheridan hotel is revamping their restaurant. So it's going to be called block 23 downtown's newest restaurant and patio. And they're expecting to be open in late August or early September. Uh, we'll definitely keep you posted on that, but it's going to be a union between contemporary dining and Oklahoma's rich history. Yeah, and so they've spent um, the past month or two revamping, and they actually just had their hiring event yesterday, so oh, awesome. I'm sure they're getting a lot of great people to work there. I mean, that's one of the most stayed-in hotels downtown, so mm -hmm. I'm sure they'll be a success. Definitely. I love whenever they take a space that's already in such a prime location and really breathe new life into it. Kind of like Manhattan. And it's yeah. just really going along with the renaissance of downtown. Well, and I haven't been to the our old location. So when I go for the first time, I won't really know how to compare it to what it was. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's an exciting, fun thing to check out. Exactly. And then... We have another new restaurant that's going to be opening up, McClintock Saloon and Chop House. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is going to be down in the stockyards? It is. I have not been down to the stockyards since I last went to Cattlemen's with my grandparents two years ago. Well, I I last went um, sometime last year for brunch or breakfast. Mm -hmm. and But yeah, they're starting to do a lot more in Stockyard City. 
And I think this is going to be kind of one of those anchor businesses, kind of like how Stone Cloud and the Jones are Mm -hmm. on that side of Film Row. And like this is going to be one of those new places that people will be excited to go to down there. And they'll have like a huge bar. Okay. Um, They'll obviously be doing like steaks as well, kind of like how uh, St. Mark's is that whole the word chop is, I guess, very in right now. So <laughs> the new word for steakhouse is chop house. Yes, apparently so. But that'll be a really good place to go get a drink. Pop. I would drink an old fashioned there. That's the kind of place where I'll be like, give me a whiskey on the rocks. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have tons of different kinds of whiskeys and bourbons because obviously that's kind of what you think of with a saloon. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they will be very much to the T of what a saloon will be. Definitely. And I'm sure they're going for that in their decor too. I hope to walk in and like, just think I'm in the old West again. That's my vision. Yeah. We'll just feel like we're in Westworld. I love it. Okay. And then a new breakfast restaurant that is coming to Uptown 23rd is Syrup. So they have a location right now in Norman. I've never been because I don't go to Norman. (laughs) Well, this, this girl's a Pokes fan, so you can't really catch her dead in Norman. I might be in Stillwater. Not normal. Yeah, but I actually went to it. I've never eaten there really, but I went during the um, caffeine crawl event that happens once a year. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, thanks to Yelp again, right. I got to go to that. And they were one of the stops where we got to try like different coffees. And I want to say they had some kind of like cold brew or something. Oh, when, and that was like three or four years life. ago when cold brew was kind of just becoming a thing. And everyone was like, what is this? Like, I know a lot of people in the group were like, this is something new to me. Right. And so, um, yeah, I'm very excited for this because we love brunch. Yes, we do. And we always love being able to try new places. And it's great that something's obviously doing well enough in Norman that they want to have expand. it up here too. And I'm excited for it. It's from an old Mexican restaurant, actually. Oh, yes. So I never went to that one either. I'm not surprised that it closed. But anyway... That's a really good location, though, right on 23rd Street. Yeah, like right by OCU, mm-hmm. um, Uptown 23rd just keeps having more and more awesome stuff happening. And so can't slow them down. I love it. Kyle and Bailey, do you have any stuff coming up that you're excited about? Mostly just Born and Brewed is kind of con- <laughs> consuming our time. <laughs> that is that's, consuming our time That's right a now, good that's plug. Sure. Yeah. This is, this is actually Bailey's second media stop of the day it is yeah we've been making the rounds well i'm so glad to have had some of your time today we We appreciate it yeah we're so glad that you were able to join us and hope that the event goes great tomorrow yes thanks thanks for having us on this has been like a lesson to me so (laughs) i've learned a lot of openings and new places well keep listening every thursday morning and you'll learn more all right well and if you want to know stuff that's coming up pretty soon um we'll be talking about it obviously on subsequent episodes but something that's pertinent today actually is if you want to go to the united way emerging leaders event that's their young professionals group um they're having a casino party at devon boathouse but you have to rsvp by tomorrow if you want to go so it's emerging leaders at unitedwayokc.org or you can call 236-8441 and it's just a night to network and learn more about their group. And it actually is happening on the 25th, but you have to RSVP by tomorrow. And coming up on 826, which is a Saturday, will be the AMP Music Festival. 
There is the personality fundraiser. So they're going to be selling almost brand new or brand new designer purses for a really good cause. Yeah. That will be at a full service day center in Norman at Sooner Legends for $65. Um, it starts at 11 a.m. And there'll be live and silent auctions. There are tickets on Eventbrite. Then Remington Bark is also on this Saturday. The first annual Union at Sosa Beer Mile. And Garden Goat Yoga at Myriad Gardens with Billy Goat Ice Cream Company, which I saw and freaked out over. So when they were first starting their company, they had my one of my media classes in Stillwater do a like, fake campaign for them and got to taste all the stuff, and I am so proud and so happy to see them still doing big things. I've never heard of them, so I'm I'm probably gonna try to go to one of the classes and so it's check all it out. Locally sourced goat milk made ice cream, which oh, is wow. kind of their unique thing. Okay, yeah, it's really good. Trust me. Cool. Well, that wraps up week three of Localites OKC, and as always, follow us on social media at Localites OKC on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us at localitesokc at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, anything we might have missed, or if you have anything you want to make sure we know about so we can talk about it on here. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, y'all, for listening today. Have a great week. Bye. Oklahoma City's independent sound. The Spy.